Man, time goes so fast. The weeks seem to be getting shorter and shorter. One week can often feel like one day, but you know, that is okay with us because that means we get to be with you guys all the sooner. Well, welcome back to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. I'm here with my wife, Dawn. Hey, everyone. We are so honored to be with you guys today. Well, we just wanted to give you a couple quick updates on what our last week looked like for us. As many of you know, we're semi-obsessed with pickleball right now. It's such a fun sport. Having a blast with it. And I think it's possible. I don't know for sure, Dawn, but I think we might be slowly getting better. I think so. Yeah, we played this last week and we did pretty well. We did okay. Not bad. We did win a game, didn't we? We have a strategy and I think that it might be working sometimes. And of course, we're always looking for new people to play and new matches. And so that's a lot of fun just to be able to get together with friends and to be able to play pickleball. The the highlight here is that I think we are getting better. I love that we do have a strategy. I know. It's so fun. (laughs) It's great. Well, we're also trying to solve a problem this week. The problem is this. We have some sort of groundhog or mole or a vole living in our yard. We, we know he's there because when we mow, we can feel the many tunnels that he is making. We've tried some poison pellets, some setting, some traps, but there's been not much success. Yeah, there? we're not doing very good. I think we should just charge him rent. Right. If he's going to stay, he's got to pay rent. I know there's some home remedies out there, such as I think, what do you say, cayenne pepper, you know, or using other household products, but we just haven't been able to catch him or, you know, make sure that he goes to another yard or back to where he came from. So if you guys, if any of you have ideas, please let us know because it's driving us nuts. Oh, it's so crazy. And we live, it's kind of fun where we live, Don. We live in a suburb in Minneapolis, but although we live in a neighborhood, we live on the edge of 10 acres of woods. It's a beautiful and area. It's incredible. And yep. Don, you know how excited I get about that because the 10 acres of woods, it actually curves around and attaches to to another like 15, 20 acres of woods. But these trees, these woods are filled with animals. I mean, we regularly have deer, fox, turkey, ducks, squirrels, and other animals in our yard. And we've recently replanted some hostas from our front yard to our backyard. And hostas are plant. And we wondered why they looked like they had been chewed on. Yeah, here's little holes taken out of all of them. Yeah, back to our problem <laughs> yeah. that we're trying to solve. So sure enough, a doe and her two baby spotted fawns were playing in our backyard and our hostas were their snacks. I mean, it's like we're the corner gas station, the convenience store, and they drop by every now and then and they just chew on our plants that are our landscape, our decor. And that is okay because we like deer and they can play and munch all they want. It just makes our yard and where we live even more fun. It does. It's funny. Yesterday I sent you a picture. They're in our backyard again, just running around. Looked like they were playing tag. The mom was in the corner and the two baby fawns are spotted. We're running around our yard. It was just the cutest thing ever. So cool. And we've seen them back there quite a few times. So it's great. Well, last week I heard the most amazing story about a couple who had been together for over 20 years and something very special happened. You know, I had to find more information about this story. So I read an article on CNN and I want to share it with you today. The title of the article is this, A man with Alzheimer's forgot he was married and fell in love with his wife all over again. Now, honestly, that title just caught my 
attention. It's you think? really cool. I mean, it grabs your attention. Yeah. How do you forget you're married? Well, in the article, I'm just going to read a portion of the article, but here's how it goes. It says, one Saturday evening last December, as Peter and Lisa Marshall cuddled on the couch watching their favorite television show, Peter looked at Lisa and asked if she would marry him. What Peter, who is 56, didn't remember was that they were already married. Diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's three years ago, Peter had begun losing his memories. Even those of his fairy tale romance, he had forgotten the first time they met, they held hands and they shared a kiss. He had also forgotten their wedding. But on December 12, 2020, as Peter and Lisa were cuddled together watching the TV series New Girl, a heartfelt wedding scene made her cry. Peter noticed her tears and began to laugh before pointing to the screen and said, hey, let's do that. Lisa said, you know what? I was like, what? Do what? And Peter said, let's get married with a huge grin on his face. Lisa said, it was so touching to me. He fell in love with me twice. I feel honored. I feel like a princess. We're like Cinderella. I'm the luckiest girl in the world. That is said. really cool. Yeah. I think it's just awesome. Uh, certainly like organic. Yes. Like, here he's watching it. He sees his wife tear up. Uh, and she's probably thinking about their marriage yep. and their love. And then he's like, hey, let's do that. Forgetting that they had already done yes, it a long crazy. time ago. Going back to the story in this article, it went on to say, despite some hesitancy, Lisa agreed. She didn't want to miss the opportunity to create another beautiful memory with her husband. So on April 26, Peter and Lisa found themselves back at the altar. The two shared simple vows. I went into it with no expectations. The disease is so unpredictable. I still got butterflies getting my makeup done and putting my dress on. Every moment was more magical than the next, Lisa said. Peter was bright and present the whole day. He was just so happy. During the vows, he just told me, Lisa, I love you. And that's all I needed, she said. Lisa knew that at any moment during the ceremony, her husband could forget who she is again. But that was the least of her worries. No matter what happens, whether he stays at home or moves into a memory care facility, Peter is hers and she is his. We will be together until the end, Lisa said. Nothing can take us apart. Nothing. Like, that's an incredible story. It's so cool. Oh, that just makes my heart just... I don't know, just sink a little bit. When I first heard it and then I read the article, I couldn't help but get teary-eyed. Now, honestly, that is love. That's commitment. I love that they fell in love all over again and that Lisa is determined they'll be together until the end and that nothing will take them apart. Like, that's... Oh, commitment, isn't loyalty. It, isn't it cool that like no matter what was going on in his mind, and the mind's a crazy thing, here his mind, because of this early onset dementia, is deteriorating. He's he's still in love with he his is. wife and in love enough to be present and to yep. say, I love you and I want to do this all over again. But then she's that committed. Yep. And I think that we can all learn a lot from their story. We learn about marriage, love, commitment, and that falling in love all over again Don, I think this is the greatest thing we can learn. It's possible. It is. You can do it. You can fall in love all over again. It is quoted often that a successful marriage requires falling in love many times, always with the same person. Yep. And it works. Yep. It works if you keep doing it. So what do you think, Don? Can people fall in love over and over again? And why do you oh, think they can fall in love? I definitely think so. I think we have different seasons of life and you go through difficult things and you go through good things. And I think it is possible to fall in love over and over again. Something that I feel like we have done throughout our marriage. 
Yeah, I personally agree with this quote and with what you just said, Don. Successful marriages do require falling in love many times. And there are those ups and downs. Yep. But in those in those up times, just making sure, and even in the down times, making sure that we're thinking about how we can be yep. in love and stay in love. So does that mean you can fall out of love? Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, there are times in life and marriage that it can get very difficult when your focus is not on each other, but on other things or people. And that in love feeling that you have when you first get together, it can fade and even disappear at times. We both believe, though, Don, you and I, that love is a choice. It is a choice. Yep. We also believe that being in love is a feeling. It's a great feeling. It's an amazing feeling, but it's not required yeah. to fall in love and to be in love. Right. Now, the best way to fall in love again is to remember what love is. You and I are big fans of definitions. You got to we got to all know what we're talking right. about yep. and be on the same page. And to me, the best definition of love outside of Jesus and his altruism and what he did on the cross, dying for others and sacrificing his life, the best definition of love is found in the Bible in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. Here's what it says. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. That is definitely the definition of love. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it's it's like so crystal clear. I love that throughout this passage, here I just use the word love, but I really do enjoy that throughout this passage, it keeps inserting what love is. Yeah. It doesn't just assume that you know that it's talking about love, you know, from the beginning. It keeps coming back to love is patient and love keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight and evil. Yep. But what a fabulous definition of love. I think it's important to know what love is. So then you can answer the next question. How do you fall in love over and over and over again? And just like the title of this podcast is you need to fall in love again. That's something that we need to do consistently. So how do we do that? How do we fall in love over and over again? And we guys, we're just going to give you some things today that you could do that. You know what? This will help you fall in love over and over again. The first thing is this, spend time together. Make sure you're communicating each day about the interesting things about your day. Have consistent daily check-ins. Communication is vital to make anything grow. So make sure you're having those daily check-ins and spending that time together every day. The next thing is this, date your spouse. This is both spouse's responsibility. You need to set a date night and make sure that you plan ahead. Have it be fun, take turns planning those date nights. It's funny, when we were dating, Travis, this came natural, right? It was we so were natural. so young and yeah. so in love and date nights were natural. But make sure you go back to the date your spouse. And on those dates, refuse to talk about any hot <laughs> topics yes. such as finances or oh kids or past hurts. You know what? Dates are for building. They're for building on and for yeah. building that relationship. Dates are for being silly. Yeah. Uh, having fun, laughing. They're for uh, really the bullseye. And we've said this before. We'll say it again. It's joy. Yeah. Just 
create an environment of joy on your dates. And Don, I think it's interesting that we're talking about this because it's as if people get married and then they, and it was so easy because they were so attracted yep. and they fell so in love that then they think it's going to be something that they've never have to work at the right. rest of their life. But yet everything that's good in life while we're here on this earth, you got to work at, you have you to do. keep coming yep. back to and working at it. I mean, we feed ourselves three times a day, yes. you know, and you're supposed to eat right and, and take care of your body. Why would marriage be any different? And so I love that we're talking about this, how to fall in love again over and over yep. again. You definitely need to date your spouse. And some people, you know, are, you know, we recommend weekly dates, but if that doesn't work for you, at least try bi-weekly, twice a month, make that a goal. The next way, you know, to fall in love over and over and over again is this, reminisce about the past. Like, I love this, Travis. I love when we stop and we talk about the past. Talk about the feeling that you experienced when you first held hands and when you first kissed. Go and visit those places where each of those things happened. Maybe even try reenacting those experiences or those dates. I know we talk about when we first held hands in the car, Travis, and when we kissed. I remember that like it was yesterday. I remember you drove a, you know, a Honda Civic and there was a stick shift and you, you know, went to go shift the car and you said, Hey, let me teach you how to <laughs> shift a car. And you put your hand on top of my hand. And I remember just, wow, butterflies like instantly yeah. came throughout my whole body. Uh, I will never forget yep. that. Kind of cheesy, but yeah. I'll never forget it. Or even when we first kissed, you know, yeah, was it the best kiss? No, it was just a, a quick peck and I was so nervous because I'd never kissed anyone and you hadn't. It, we had to learn how to kiss. It was a train wreck. Yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> but those moments are so special to us. And each time we talk about it, I definitely get butterflies in my stomach again. And I remember why I fell in love with you or those feelings of falling in love mm, with you again. That reminiscing is so yeah. important. I was talking to a, a, a husband, a dad the other day, and he just told me, he just said, we never go on dates. He was talking about him and his wife. And it was shocking to me because him and his wife are wonderful people and they seem like they get along really, really well. But reminiscing on dates and creating that joy and that fun atmosphere is how you continue to fall in love. And so I know that that couple, uh, they're, they're going to have to do it. Yeah. They got to get back at it. So we're talking about falling in love again. And the next thing we would recommend is try something out of the ordinary or go on an adventure. Be random, be spontaneous, try a new restaurant, go on a new walk or a hike. Just do something fun and create new memories. Great point. Well, according to Psychology Today, here's what they say. The spirit of adventure and willingness to try new things is actually part of what creates a spark between two people. Continuing to explore side by side and seek out new experiences to share is a powerful way to keep the excitement of vitality going strong. I, I feel like <laughs> they ripped us off, Don. Like that is like the motto of our lives. That's like you and I want to yep. go to Believe new places, it. try new things, but they nailed it. And that's why we quoted them. One thing that you can do too as well is to send a romantic text or to buy a card. Leave a small gift out when you leave for work or for when your spouse gets home. I know, Travis, you're actually really good at this. There's many times throughout my day, I'll get a really romantic text from you or, you know, you'll write me a card or you'll leave me something special on the table that you knew that I wanted, but nothing super expensive, but just something, a special treat. And that just means a lot to me that you thought of me for that moment. 
Yeah, it, it's a great way to, uh, you know, just get my feelings out yeah. and to share them with you. Well, another way that we're talking about falling in love is dreaming together. And there's something so bonding about taking this moment right here, right now, and dreaming about the future together. So share crazy, fun, wild dreams that you have about the future. And then what could happen? Like what yeah. could happen if you did this or you did that? Dream big. Yeah. And there's something about that excitement that you inject in the present moment that will explode, yeah. uh, you know, that togetherness, that closeness for the future, for the following minutes and days and weeks. I know that just happened this morning. We are on our run. And then at the end of our run, we walk and we pray, but we were talking and you just told me something that had came to your heart and it was like a dream and we just started to talk about it and we both got super excited. And honestly, I think it's something that's going to happen soon, but it was just so fun and it, it just brought an excitement to our marriage just from that dream. So how do you fall in love over again? The next thing is this, be a good listener. Listen to your spouse, let them talk and show interest in what they are saying. Repeat what they said. You know what? Honestly, we all like to be heard. So just stop, look your spouse in the eyes, and just listen. There's something important that comes, Travis, when I know that you actually want to hear what I am saying. It just speaks to my heart. It makes me feel very special and very hurt. I, I appreciate that. The next thing is this, another way to fall in love over again is to show affection. You guys hold hands, hug, kiss, be intimate on a regular basis. Stopping for a long hug or a kiss could spark a feeling of love. It's proven that intimacy makes you feel closer to your spouse. I know we've traveled a lot, Travis, and sometimes in some other countries, it is not looked upon, you know, you're not supposed to be affectionate. And that drives us crazy because we're like, no, yeah. we're married. We <laughs> can hold hands or we can kiss. And we break that rule every single time. We're not inappropriate. But you know what? We want to make sure that we show affection because why? It just sparks something yeah. inside of us with love. And I'm kind of a serial affectionate. I don't know if that's a real yeah. phrase or word, but I love it. I love just catching you off guard, Don, and you know, going in for a kiss or squeezing your hand or one of my favorite things and I've shared this before, but we're in a store together. I let you get a ways ahead of me and then I sneak around a different corner, come up from behind you and, and I say, uh, ma'am, excuse me, in a really deep voice, but I'm wrapping <laughs> my arms yeah, around your you waist <laughs> and I'm reaching my head around to give you a kiss on the side of your yep. cheek. So you get startled. Yes. You're like, who's this stranger kissing me and hugging me from, you know, my waist from behind, but it's me it and it's you. because I'm affectionate and I, and I love it. I appreciate that you're affectionate and I, hopefully I receive that affection and I definitely try to give that back, but you're definitely affectionate. I appreciate that. Well, to fall in love all over again, another thing that really comes to our mind is you must focus on what you love about your spouse. We all have things and do things that are annoying or that drive each other crazy. But what we need to do is to let those things go and instead focus on what you do love about your spouse. And maybe it's humor. Maybe you love the, how they make you laugh or their work ethic, how they get up every day. They never call in sick. They put in the extra time and they're like one of the best employees at work or maybe how they treat their parents or their helpfulness around the house or their generosity or they're a great dad or whatever it might be. Remember who they are at their core. Stop nitpicking. Stop focusing on the things that bother you and really focus on those things that make them the great person yep. that you love. 
And the last thing, make sure your spouse knows that you are in it until the end. This is so important. So important, but probably one of my favorite things that we're talking about today, Don. Uh, you know, making sure your spouse knows that you're in it till the end, really that you're determined to not give up or walk away when life gets hard. This is so good and it's so needed. You've got to send this message to you, to your spouse and them to you. And the reason why is because how much can you be in love if you think, well, you love me today, but yeah. you might not love me tomorrow. Right. You might love me this week, but you might not next There's week. There's no stability or security in that. It's horrible. Yeah. And so it's got to be like, okay, we're going to get in a fight tomorrow. But regardless, in three days, I'm still going to love you. Yes. I will never, ever leave you. Have the attitude that Lisa, from the story that we shared a little bit earlier, that she had we will be together she wrote until the end nothing can take us apart nothing those are lisa's she words was so determined about her early onset yep. dementia husband gotta love that it's incredible uh, here's a, a really cool quote by, from fanny flag here's what she said marriage isn't it great each time you fall back in love with your spouse it gets better and better it does this quote is so true. It only gets better and better. And that is not to say that you won't go through difficult times with your spouse because you will. There are times where you may barely like your spouse, but hang in there. Don't give up. Choose to do something to rekindle the love. Choose to fall in love over and over and over again, just like Lisa and Peter did in this opening story, how they actually got married a second time. He fell in love with his wife a second time. Yeah, such an inspirational story and a reminder that it's something that we all need yep. to be doing on a regular basis. And that it is possible. Well, we want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember, we believe in you. You can do it. You've got this. Keep loving the fight. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed. And please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.